Blog Talk Radio. When it comes to your next event, the right speaker can have a huge impact on the energy interaction and success of your event and make you a superstar meeting planner. And here's the thing. There's a huge difference between a good speaker and a phenomenal speaker. Meet Brandon Draper, the motivational king for your next meeting, and he's going to ensure your event will start thinking forward. Brandon will set the tone for your event by inspiring your attendees and getting the crowd engaged. And he will make sure that when they get back out in the real world, they are equipped with the playbook, a best-selling book, Becoming Who You Should Be Despite Who You Are, a game plan for success, and a mindset to succeed. Brandon has been a professional speaker ever since his adolescent years, with multiple life-changing events under his belt. And he's a best-selling author, having done events for diverse companies like United Way, Morehouse School of Medicine, Reaching Beyond the Stars, Inc., Duke's Way Academy, Inc., and the Chamber of Commerce, and many more. With Brandon, the audience doesn't just listen, they learn. They take action by making different decisions, searching within themselves, and making commitments to take their performance to the next level. Brandon prides himself on connecting with the audience, while other speakers simply communicate a message that a monkey could deliver. Brandon is a strong leader, and thanks to his personalized approach, the content he presents will be much memorable, and you'll get a huge return on investment whether he's your opening speaker or closing speaker, or does both. Brandon will be the motivation your event needs and maximize the retention and profitability on your investment. Watch Brandon's demo to see him in action. Give him a call at 1-866-678-3391 to discuss your event or click the contact button at startthinkingforwardinc.com. Do you have student loans? Are you worried about making your payments? Don't worry, we can help you. If you're behind, if you're late, or even if you're in default on your student loans, we can help you consolidate your student loans into one affordable monthly payment and cut your payments right away. We provide student loan relief, getting you relief for your student loans fast, no matter how much you owe or how far behind you are on your payments. Call our established student toll-free assistance line now at 1-877-658-7153. We can fix your student loan problems guaranteed. Call 1-877-658-7153 now. We've helped thousands of people just like you fix their student loans. Our specialists are waiting for your call. Call 1-877-658-7153. That's 1-877-658-7153. Again, 1-877-658-7153. Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for tuning into the Hump Day Motivational Radio Show brought to you by Thinking Forward Inc. Real talk for real people. We here at Thinking Forward Inc. strive for excellence and phenomenalism of business development, executive coaching, management conditioning, team leadership and territory expansion. We have a proven ability to change business mindset development to include generating substantial revenue and productivity increase for our clients. The two most phenomenal men in the leadership and consultant industry, Brandon and Arville Draper, author, leadership strategist, motivational speaker, and advisor. Want to keep in touch with the winning team? Please visit us online at www.thinkingforwardinc.com 
or text the word SPEAKER to 44244 to have the opportunity and communicate with the winning team. For booking, please call 1-866-678-3391 or email us at info at thinkingforwardinc.com. This show is about becoming who you should be despite who you are. Welcome. It's Hump Day. It's Wednesday. Welcome to the Hump Day Motivational Show brought to you by Thinking Forward, Inc. Me and my brother, Arvell Draper, host this show every Wednesday, rain, snow, sleet, hail. My brother, my big brother, are you on the line? I am on the line. I'm hyped up. I'm motivated. I am still on a high from last Wednesday Oh, man, didn't overdo his thing. I mean, it it, it had me literally speechless. Every question I had, I I know I didn't say much on last call, because every question I had, by the time I had a chance to to, to ask, he answered the question. So I'm still on that high. My brother, I'm doing great. I I just had a birthday. Another God is blessed with another year. I'm 40 years old. And, man, that's a blessing in itself. There's a lot of people who didn't make 40 years old. So man, I am just on a on a natural high like you do like you won't believe. And then I'm on vacation. Cool. And I have not actually did anything. You talking about relaxing? I went to Charlotte on last weekend, had a phenomenal time. I'm telling you what, that's the first time I ever spoke, felt that special for my birthday. And came back on Sunday and let me tell you, brother, I have not left it. Today was the first day that I actually left the house. So I have been relaxing, I'm motivated, my mind's clear, I'm ready for the call. So what about you? Man, I'm 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 ecstatic, man. I'm glad to, to be here. Um on this side of the dirt. I, I woke up and man, everything is great. I always look at it like this. Someone sent this uh message to me the other day that says I'm I'm better than good and better than most. So I like that. Uh Xavier sent that to me, says I'm better than good and better than most. So look at it like that, man. All the problems and issues that you may have in your life, at least you woke up to have an opportunity to deal with them, to to deal with those challenges that you have. So that's the most important thing to me is, man, at least you're alive to deal with those problems. Uh, man, this week we are talking about momentum. So what I said was, you know, thinking forward gets turned up with momentum. All right, getting turned up tonight, um, we're going to be talking a little bit about m- momentum and uh, how to create momentum in your life, and what about when you lose momentum and, and you know, when, you, when you've been defeated so many times, you know, you're getting older. I ain't calling no one's name, but, you know, you're getting older. you got all these issues and stuff that comes up. <laughs> you know, you got all these issues that come up in your life, so you start feeling defeated, and you, get, you lose that momentum. You know, life is going to keep hitting you. Um, and, and it doesn't. It's never gonna let up. But, you know, we've already. I've already shared that story many times. Life is never gonna let up. As soon as you think you're getting a break, something bad is gonna happen. You know, and it just goes to show you that you just gotta just weather the storm. I want to throw a shout out tonight to my girl Asia Rashid. She just graduated or getting ready to graduate from Kaplan University. 
she's doing human services, so she's weathered the storm. Um, took her, you know, she, a lot of hard work. She has children. She does, you know, do a lot of different things. So she was able to weather the storm and graduate. And she supports us um, on on Facebook or whatever. So I had to throw a shout out because when she told me that this evening, I said, I'm gonna throw you a shout out on on, on our radio tonight. Let everyone know that we are so proud of you here at Thinking Forward Inc. That's what it's about, thinking forward and keep going forward. So that's what we're about. Um, before we get into anything, I know you want to do some housekeeping, man, the, the regular housekeeping we always do. Yeah, of course. If any, at any time during the call, if anybody has any comments, questions, gripes, moans, whatever, press 1, and that will cue us to let you know that you have a comment, question, concern, and then we will recognize you and bring you on the air. Don't think that you will be intruding at all or interrupting the, the current conversation. Because again, a light will light up, letting us know that you have a question, and then we will pull you in. Brother, why don't you tell them where where we can be found at? We'll be found at www.thinkforward.com. Go to our website, look at our video, all our social media icons, Blogger, Instagram, Facebook. Twitter, everything is right on the right-hand corner. And also, um, for those that's on our list, I know you should have received that email. Trying to get pre-sales for my book, Becoming Who You Should Be Despite Who You Are, The Thinking Forward Approach to Purpose and Fulfillment. we got that thing. I'm giving canvas discount right now. So if you buy one book, you're looking at nineteen ninety-nine. And if you buy the three-pack, which is the holiday pack, meaning that you're going to pour into yourself and pour into two other individuals, that is $59.99, not even charging you shipping. So please go to our website, click on the book icon. There's a webinar. So if you want to say, well, I don't want to get this book. I don't know what it's about. Well, I have a webinar outlining it. And you can see if, if that's something that you need. But at the end of the day, becoming who you should be despite who you are today is revolutionized the industry is, I believe. I believe it's going to be a bestseller. So please go out there, support our cause, support our mission. This is what we're here for. That's all I got, brother. In addition to that, and Brandon might shoot me when I say this, but I'll just deal with him later, okay? In addition to that, if, if those who are following us on Facebook, you'll notice that Brandon has something out there where it's asking to support the cause, okay? Now, again, he's going to shoot me when I say this, so that's, that's just the type, the type of person he is as far as, you know, he don't, he don't want to advertise this. But go out there and, 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 and support that cause. You know, this radio station and everything else, that it, it, it costs money. It does cost money. And, again, we're, we're not sitting here. I know we definitely said that this is not a call to try to raise any money, anything like that. It's to show, our, show, show the support in Brandon's effort and what he's doing. You know, a lot of times I'll tell you you got to motivate the motivator. Like I said, it, it's not easy. And let me tell you, I, I hear the worst of words. So sometimes, you know, I want to secretly tape our conversations and you can see from the struggles <laughs> that he goes through. Because this, this, this is not easy. When we tell you that when you are pursuing your purpose, it's not easy, trust me, this ain't something that we just get or we think this is something that he lives or something that I live. So, again, just, you'll see the link. It'll, it'll come out there. You know, even even if you don't want to, to to donate anything, just post it on your 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 news feed so you know somebody else can see it. Just support this cause because I believe in it, and I'm pretty sure 
all those who are on this call tonight believe in believe in his cause as well. And just let's just show him that support and let's let's give him some motivation. Now, with that being said, let's get to the quote of the day. Today, I'll be giving the quote of the day. And guess what? Because this is my first time doing it, you're gonna get a bogo. I'm gonna give you you're gonna get a two for one. The first quote comes from Mark Twain. The two most important days in your life are the day you are born and the day you find out why. I'm going to repeat that. The two most important days in your life are the day you are born and the day you find out why. Now, my non-malignant brother, before you, 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 you respond to that, you know, I'll give you, I'll give you a chance to collect your thoughts. Let me tell you, when I heard that, the first thing I thought about is what we've been telling you guys from day one when we started this hump day motivation. It's so important, it's so pivotal that you understand your purpose in life or the reason why you were born. That quote, it, it, it makes those two days equal. If if you never ever were born, therefore you never existed. So therefore, if that equals you knowing why you were born, if you never figure out why you were born or even know your purpose, you might as well be dead. That's how important that is. Again, the two most important days in your life are the day you are born and the day you find out why. Brandon, what do you think about that? Well, one, I mean, that that is deep. And, I mean, everything that pretty much comes out of Mark Twain's mouth is is deep. And, uh, I mean, the most important day, like you said, is, is the day you're born. But it, to even expound on that, to, to say that once you find your your purpose and the kind of caveat off the conversation we had earlier, um, you know, I, I think, and I know a lot of people may disagree with this, and I, and I want people to disagree with it. You know, this is a motivational camp. I'm going to say controversial stuff, real talk for real people. I think that innately we all know our purpose. And, and I know when we talked about this earlier, you disagreed with me as well. I think we all know our purpose. I do. Okay. I think we all know our purpose. It, it, because I give the example of, of, of this. It's when you go up those stairs and you walk into your home, you know, whatever you may have said to the world and what you believe and you say, I don't know my purpose or whatever, every man, every woman knows their truth. The truth, that, 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 that thing that no one else knows about you. You know down deep inside. When you look at the the man or the woman in the mirror, the one person you cannot lie to. I remember mom used to say that it's one thing to tell a lie on an attempt to have other people believe you, but the worst thing you ever can do is to tell a lie and try to convince yourself in believing it. She said that that would help you or assist you to get into the puzzle factory, as she would refer to it, meaning you would go in the crazy house wrapped up with the little with the little white little jacket in a little padded room. So I think, I believe in my heart that we all know 
Some of us are afraid of it, you know, for whatever reason. We may be afraid of success or be afraid of failure. What if What if you just believe that you, you knew exactly what your purpose was and you believe that that's all you had, that's all you had laid out before you? But if you went after it, what if you fail? Well, a lot of people don't go for their purpose. What if I fail and I, and, I, and I proclaim to everyone that this is my purpose? Let me tell you something, brother. This is something that I go through because not only I've, I've, I've made videos, I've been, on this, I've been on this radio show, I've been in countless places, I've met countless people, and I always say, this is my purpose and this is what I'm destined to do and this is what I'm supposed to do, and I proclaim it to everyone else. But you know what? When that storm comes, you start questioning yourself. The truth comes out. You know, you know, you got to deal with those internal conflicts. African proverb says that if there is no enemy within, that no enemy on the outside can harm you. We are our biggest enemies. No one defines you. We talked about purpose before. We said that it is self-defined. Meaning I, Arvell, anyone, no one else can define it for you but yourself. That is a universal law, a universal truth. You give your life purpose and meaning. You already have everything you need within you. It's just a matter of locating it. Where is it at? But you know, you know when no one else knows. That, my friend, I believe in my heart, my soul, and in my spirit to be true unequivocally with anything else in the world. And we can agree to disagree because sometimes, just like now on this call, some people may not realize their purpose. And and maybe they do too. And let, let's say I agree with you. I'm going to give you 75%, okay? Some people may feel something. That little still voice in their head that's, hey, you know you're good at this. And they may be ignoring it. But until somebody comes along and says, hey, look, don't you realize that you have a talent here? Don't you realize that you're good at this? Don't you realize that, that you will be awesome for this? And that's what motivates people to actually claim their purpose or their talent. So that's why I say I agree with you 75%. Some people don't. Some people don't know. And that's why it's so important that we all motivate each other to include, hey, Brandon, I need motivation. Brandon, you need motivation because we're no different than anybody else on this call. We need motivation because, like you said, those storms are going to come. When those storms come and those clouds get dark and block out the sun, you question what your purpose is. That maybe this ain't my purpose because why am I going through all this stuff? If, if it is my purpose, it's supposed to be easy. But just like nobody mm. on the call last week, you know, passion can get confused with excitement, and passion—the Greek word—is suffering. Suffering. Mm-hmm. So perhaps let me let me just entertain the thought. Perhaps your suffering that you're going through is confirmation. That it is your purpose. That it is your passion. Mm. I want to move now, on to the second quote. No, hold on, my brother. Hold on, my brother. Okay. I, 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 I got to throw one more, one more thing in there. Now, 
here at Big and Forward and the Hump Day Motivational Show, we respect all religious backgrounds and beliefs. We don't care what it is. This is open, free thinkers. This is what we do here. So when I say this, and this is a subject I, I, I normally don't go go with, I, you know, because I don't know who's all on the call, who's all listening. So I want to be very clear when I say this. Now, if if one was to look at the biblical sense of it, and, and we were to look back at in, in Genesis, um, and, and we evaluate that, one of the things that is said in there is that one that God, higher power, God knew you before you were born. To know yeah. you before you were born is what He says. Now, I want to say to, to what you said earlier: to know and to realize are two different things. There are things that we know, but we don't realize. You know something because it's already there, but you may not realize it. That is what I want everyone on this show tonight to understand, that you may know, you know the purpose, but you may not realize it. That is, goes back to Mark Twain's quote when he says, the two most important times in your life is the day you're born and then the day of why you were born. You know because you're here, but you, don't, you may not realize your purpose. That's, what I, that, that, that's my point of view on it. On my brother, you, my just, you you just up, you just upped it to now now you got me at ninety five percent. Second quote, second quote of the day. This is the bonus. Life is like a ten speed bike. Most of us have gears we never use. Life is like a ten speed bike. Most of us have gears we never use. Now, I'll be the first one to raise my hand and say, okay, it's been about two years I finally realized the functionality of a 10-speed bike, okay? I didn't realize that you actually shift gears to make it easier for depending on what kind of terrain that you're on, okay? I was totally ignorant to that fact. Totally unlearned to that fact. So as I was reading that quote, immediately I thought about being on a 10-speed bike and going up a hill in whatever speed that that bike is in, not realizing that the other gears are there to aid you. And just sitting there struggling, struggling, trying to get up that hill, and you're just giving it all you got, and you're just, Wedding and, 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 and you're just like, I'm not going to make it if this is just too much. And, and you may even just jump off the bike and walk up the hill because it's so difficult. That's what we do today when we don't realize our purpose. Hmm. And even to add to that, our talent, that's going to help us. With that 10-speed bike, if you downshift, that means you go to a lower gear. There's less rotation on that. It'll make it easier to get up that hill. But if you don't know and you're stuck on that one speed where it's at, you're going to struggle. So it's important, just back to the quote it said, you've got to realize why you were born. In addition to that, your talents, that's going to help you better when these hard times come, when you're going on an uphill battle, and you're needing that momentum because you know once you get to the top of that hill, 
you can coast down. But if you don't know, and that one seed might have been good for whatever situation it was at that time, whatever that terrain is. But now you're going to a steeper, more more harder, and you don't even know to switch gears to make it easier for you. So that's why it's important to know your purpose and also important to know your talents. Your thoughts, my brother? My brother, my brother, my brother, my brother. You, you further... Uh, you further reaffirm what I said earlier. You know, everyone's listening. You know, you know, that's a ten-speed bike. Now, before I even before I even go on that example, I'm gonna give a story that Earl Nightingale says. He he used the the sailboat. He says that there are tournaments around the world where they have sail tournaments where people get on sailboats and sail. He said it's the same wind blowing in the same direction. At the same speed, but some boats get there a little quicker. Some get off course, but all have the same capabilities. Each and every one of us, past, present, we all have the, the capabilities to do a lot of things in life. We all have a lot of capabilities to do in life. We're all, as it was said in a human form, we're all equal. We're all human beings. We have the ability to do so many things, infinite talents and abilities. But what you said earlier with that quote, if you think about it, you know you have a 10-speed bike. You know you have the capabilities just, just like anyone else in the world. But you don't have the realization to know when to switch gears. You don't know when to switch gears. You don't know how. You, you never realize how. To switch gears. You got to know because you everyone knows you have the ten speed bike. It has many other gears that you can shift. But if you don't know when to shift in the chaos of life, you don't know when to shift when you're going uphill in life. You don't know when to shift to pick up speed. You don't know when to shift to lower your speed. You don't know how to use the brakes when you're going too fast. You don't know how to speed up to use the momentum that you already have going down here. If you don't have those things in place, you don't come with the realization. It doesn't matter what you know. It's all in what you realize what you know. That's my thought. All right. Moving right along. I don't think there's nothing else. Brother, you got me at you got me at ninety eight now. You got me at ninety eight percent with y'all. Ninety eight percent agree with you now, okay? Ninety eight. All right, let's get into this moment. We we kinda of got in this whole quote, let's just get into the subject again. We're talking about motivation, uh, momentum tonight. All right? Let's just give a quick definition of momentum. It's uh, a force or speed of movement. Now, here's two examples. Uh, the car gained momentum going down the hill. And the second example is her career loss Momentum after two unsuccessful films. Momentum is that force, that great force that that either going to propel you positively or it's going to propel you negatively, and that's all dependent upon and how you react to your circumstances that may come about. 
of course, on these calls and motivational calls that we have, we're, we're, Brandon, Brandon and, I, and my hope that we are giving you that momentum to carry on, find your purpose, and live your purpose. That is our hope and our desire to do that. And when that momentum comes back at you negatively, what do you do? Back to the example of the bike. When you're going up that hill and it's hard and you and you realize, hey, I have a ten speed bike. Let me let me downshift or let me go to a lower gear and it gets easier and then once you get up that hill, you're coasting. But realize before you can coast, you started at the bottom. And as long as you continue to move forward, and sometimes we fall back, but that's okay. Don't let that hurt you, turn your momentum, because if you just reach at the very top, you can coast down. What are your thoughts on momentum? Well... I have a lot of I have a lot of thoughts on that, and I guess I'm gonna start with a story because I, I ultimately think when it comes to momentum, it has everything to do with mindset, and that's one of the things that I concentrate on most because you gotta have the right mindset mindset because your eyesight and your mindset are two different things, and I, I believe that they should be on two separate sides of towns and not even have any connection with each other. And some may uh, disagree with me on that one, but let me explain to you before I get into this story of difference. Eyesight is what you see, is what you're going through. Eyesight is when your power gets cut off. Eyesight is when your car gets refolded. Eyesight is when you get a foreclosure notice in the mail, you know, certified mail coming to you. Eyesight is when you don't get accepted to the school you want. Eyesight is when you're failing your classes. Eyesight is when everything around you seems to be falling apart. Eyesight is when all hell breaks loose. That's eyesight. That's called life. But when you get into the mindset, knowing that no matter what, you're going to win. It's not over until you win. Having that understanding that you're going to make it through no matter what. What would you be willing to do if you knew there was no way possible for you to fail? What would you be willing to do? So the story dealing with momentum and, and understanding is, is a decision. It's a mindset. The story I'll share with you are three different men, three men. One man decides in the middle of the night, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, that he wants a soda. So he walks down the stairs. He goes look in the refrigerator. He doesn't see any soda in his refrigerator. He's trying to figure out. He goes in the closet. He's trying to figure out where the soda may be. There's no soda in the entire house. So he looks out the window, and he sees that there's snow outside, three feet. Takes a deep breath. He looks back in the refrigerator again. He says, man, I really want this soda really, really bad. But I'm not about to go outside, so you know what? I'm going to drink some water and go back to sleep. But he said he wanted the soda real bad. The second guy same way. He says, man, I want a soda 
so bad, I can taste it. I want it so bad, so bad, oh, man, I want a soda so bad. He walks downstairs. He looks in the refrigerator. He sees no soda, but he wants this soda real bad. He he wants it so bad, he's making noise in the house. He's waking up everyone in the house, but he wants some soda. He looks in the cabinet. He doesn't see any soda. Then he goes to the window, and he looks outside, and he sees three feet of snow. He goes to his closet. He gets his hat and his coat. He says, well, I'm going to get my soda. He goes out. He heads out. He walks about a mile. He gets to the store. The store is closed. He says, I really want that soda real bad. I don't want it that bad. And he heads back home. But this third guy, this third guy says, man, I want a soda, and I want this soda so bad I can taste it. He makes so much noise. He's waking up everyone in the house. He goes downstairs. He looks in the refrigerator. There's no soda. He looks in the cabinet. There's no soda. He looks. He turns the house upside down. There's no soda to be found in the house. The man goes to the window. He looks out. He sees three feet of snow, just like the other two men did. He sees three feet of snow. What does he do? He grabs his hat. He grabs his coat, and he goes outside. He walks a mile. The first store is closed. He goes to the second store about another two miles away. Still, the store is closed. No soda. He says, man, I want this soda so doggone bad. He walks another three miles. Walks to get to another store. The store is closed. Everyone's closed because it's snowing. And so he doesn't give up. He says he still wants that soda. Then he walks to the fifth store. Now he's 10 miles away from home. And then the store is still closed, but he sees a vending machine. He puts his money in there. He gets the soda. He goes home, and he drinks that soda because he wanted it real bad. The moral of that story is that we all say we want things real bad. We will all want to create momentum in our lives real bad. We all want it real bad. We all use that, those, that phraseology, I want it bad. But how bad do you really want it? Would you be willing to do that for a soda? The person that would travel miles and miles in the cold and the snow for a soda, what would they do with their purpose? What would they do with their passion? In life, have you gotten your soda today? Mm. I think another question that can be asked is, do you really know what you want? Do you really know what you want? And I'm going to give you an example, a, a, a true life story. I'm, I'm going to be real transparent to God. And I know... Um, most of you guys have, have heard my story, you know, and I, I haven't went in great details on the story, but um, my story with me being married and, and my ex-wife cheated on me with my best friend. So one detail I didn't share with you is, is, is actually all happened within a church that I had attended to. So all the stuff that I was dealing with and and but being the, the, the hot topics or the hot gossip of the, of the church and everybody looking at you and talking about you and people you've helped and, and now you're looked upon as what you do wrong and all this other stuff, that killed that momentum. And as Brandon mentioned before, we are thinking for it in respect all religious beliefs and, and we, what, what we say in our beliefs, we're not trying to offend anyone. 
But I was mad at God. I had I had left. I had lost my momentum to even serve Him. Because in my mind, here I'm doing everything I can possibly can, sacrificing time with my own family and and and, and my kids, working for God. And this happens. You talk about a major blow, and, and, and as I was fighting through the, 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 the major blow I had received and my momentum was lost, but I was still moving forward, I never downshifted on that 10-speed bike. I kept telling, kept telling, and just kept riding backwards till I fell all the way down to the hill to where I just turned my back completely on God. Brandon mentioned, what would you do if you know the fight was fixed? Don't you realize that's what God has already fixed the fight? It's already won. So to make a long story short, there came a point in my life when I realized when I was blaming God for everything that happened to me, it was actually me who made the decision. God didn't make me choose her. Even though God gave me all the signs, that's not what I want you to do. I chose to do that. And when I stopped putting the blame on everybody else to include God, instead of putting the blame on myself, that's when I gained my momentum and used that to strengthen me spiritually. The fight's already fixed. Romans 8.28 already says all things Work to the good of those who love the Lord and they call to his purpose. I just want to share that story to say that even when that momentum is lost and you feel like I don't want to give up completely, it's not over. The fight is already finished. like we're having some technical difficulties. Uh, I'm not sure if um, anyone can hear me right now. So we'll just move on. And I'm hoping somebody can hear me. And if not, it's okay. Yeah, we can hear you. I, I, I can hear you. Okay. We, we had a little technical difficulties there. Okay, it sounded like somebody was snoring and went to sleep on us or something like that. I don't know. We we had some aliens getting into the line or something like that. 
Hey, hey, that 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 goes back to uh, outwitting the devil. The devil didn't want that information to get heard, but I had to call. I had to call back in. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> That's okay. We're glad we got you back. I I just got a text from a couple people that saying the devil can still hear us. So. Um. Yeah, as, as I was saying before, sometimes that that momentum is lost. But please realize that the fight is already fixed. God has already fixed the fight. God has created you for a specific purpose. But you have to find out what that purpose is in life. So no matter what, even we talked about, and you think about all the different quotes we've used. Mark Twain says, you know, the most important, one of the most important days is you knowing why you were born. We talked about the alchemist and how, your purpose, you know, whenever you, your purpose, the universe has no choice but to yield to you fulfilling your purpose. That that That's all God. I was listening to something on Facebook the other day, and it was Tyler Perry, and this was probably back in 2000, um, I think it was 2003, if I remember him saying. He was saying when he first came out in 1992, he had a play. And he saved up his money, $12,000, and he saved up his money to get this play, put this production on. And he was like, you know, he was motivated. He had his momentum going, and he was like, yes, I'm going to do this play, and I'm going to have all these people come out, and, you know, I'm going to get my, you know, and he's looking at, you know, getting his money back, you know. Um, and only 30 people showed up at the play, and it was the 30 people that he knew. And then he mentions how, you know, a year went by, the same thing happened. Another year went by, the same thing happened. Another year went by, the same thing happened. But all of a sudden, you can only imagine him losing momentum, thinking that, okay, maybe this is not my purpose. Maybe this is not what I was destined to do. And all of a sudden, Medea just hits everywhere, and it's the latest crave, and he's coming out with all these plays, and now he's making movies, and he's just one of the most successful stories that you will ever, ever hear. Another perfect example of even when your momentum is low, don't fret, don't worry, trust me. You keep on keeping on, keep on doing everything in your power. You keep downshifting. You keep using those talents that you have, and I guarantee you, you'll get to the top of that hill. And once you get to the top of the hill, you can just sit back and coast. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I mean, to be honest with you, I know a lot of people on the call. I mean, the hair, they, 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 they're on the show. The hair, we're talking about. We're not talking about whimsical stuff. We're not just throwing just just flat rock stuff at you. We're trying to, but there's certain things that you got to do. You know, we can, you can come on here every Wednesday and, and hear our voices, but there's certain things that you got to do. There's certain decisions that you're gonna have to make. And there's certain actions that you're going to have to take. And, and I'm, you know, i got to be real with you. When, when you're really operating in your purpose and you're trying to create momentum, it's so many things are going to come against you. You're not going to have the support that you want. You're going to find out, you know, who really your friends are, you know what I'm saying, and if you want to use that by gauge. Because when you're going through a struggle and you're really operating in your purpose and your friend, or at least that's how you see them, you would think that they would support you in it. Um, you know, 
for us to have, you know, 50, 60-something people on the show, that's real good. But if I look at my Facebook and say I got, you know, 1,600 friends, I know Arbel, I know you probably got about at least 1,600 friends. I know a lot, a lot of people here got 1,600 friends or, or, or more, but people don't want to, to me, seem like they don't want to build that momentum for themselves. And I always say this, you know, it seems like people are always too busy losing that they never can find the time to get some information that can help them win, to build that momentum. <clears throat> Early this week, I was on a, I was on the phone with, with a friend of mine, uh, you know, a little older older gentleman, and we were we were talking. And you know, I'm I'm younger, so you know, I believe in respecting my elders or what have you. But I I read people, and through a conversation, I asked him. I said, man, you know, how bad do you really want it? He said, man, I want it real bad. He says, you know, I have nothing else left. I have to do this or, or, or nothing else. I have nothing else. I said, well, man, you know, if I look at your 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 decision and what you're saying, you know, I will believe you, but when I look at your actions, I don't see it. And I know coming from a younger person like myself, I knew that may have offended him, but I think as a friend, as a as as a person that's trying to help people, sometimes you have to give that unadulterated truth to people. And let them know. So you can listen to what we talk about, but if you're not willing to take the appropriate actions that matches with the with, with the with the rhetoric, with, with your decisions you're making, then you're never ever going to create that momentum you need. And but understand that it's going to be hard. I wish I could tell you that it's going to get easy when you're operating in your purpose. I know so many people right now that's running nonprofits. I know so many people right now that's in business for themselves, and they're catching hell. Do I believe that they operate in their purpose? Absolutely. I believe that that's their passion and their purpose, but like the, you know, the Latin word means suffering. What are you willing to endure in order to come with the, with the outcome that you really want? What momentum? You got to create momentum. It's like motivation. Sometimes you got to have false motivation. You know, there's times in the morning time, I don't want to exercise. But I know that if I exercise, it's going to make me feel good. I'm not motivated to do that. I don't have the momentum to do that. But I know that I want to tell the world I want to be here longer, so I got to have the discipline to keep doing it. And eventually I'll get the momentum that's going to carry me forward that I can finish up. Life, to me, in my opinion, is very simple. It is that we make it much more complicated than it needs to be. I know so many people, they take on their problems, and they take on the problems of others so easily. And I tell them, stop inheriting other people's problems. That's why you can't create momentum in your life, because you got your own problems you're dealing with, and you're willing to inherit someone else's. you got to learn to know when to upshift. you got to know when to downshift. you got to realize, you got to come to a realization of where you're at and what things you need to do to take you to the next level. And it's hard. It's not easy. We're not just up here telling a bunch of whimsical stuff that you can do it and all you do is put your hand on your nose and twist around three times and all of a sudden everything is great. For those, I know you've seen the, the, the commercial out there. I think it's a progressive or, or Geico commercial, but it's Pinocchio being a motivational speaker. And he said, and he's sitting up there talking about there's talent and there's ability to each and every one of you, and his nose stops growing because he don't see it. I'm telling you, my nose is not growing. I'm telling you, I see potential in every human being 
I see the momentum that every human being that I come in contact with. But what I see is that they they may have it in them, but they don't realize it. So they can't you can't create momentum in your life if you don't even realize what talents and abilities. What is your purpose? And everyone's saying, well, how do I find my purpose, friend? Everyone's talking about, how do you find your purpose? You get on the show and you talk about purpose. You and Arvell, you talk about purpose. How do you find it? Well, I said, one, you got to find it within yourself. Well, Brandon, how do I find it within myself? That doesn't make sense. Well, what is it that you want out of life? You want to you bring yourself closer to, to your purpose. You want to create momentum in your life. You have to figure out what is it that you want out of life. I'm not not a title. Not I want to be a CEO. Not I want to be a business owner. Not a title. Not a job description. What is it that you want out of life? Well, I want health. I want wealth. I want to be able to leave a legacy. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to travel the world. I want to be able to touch other people's lives. I want to do this. Okay. So let me ask you a question. Are you doing anything right now in your life, what are you doing right now in your life that's bringing you closer to that or what you're doing in your life are bringing you away from that? You can't kiss a girl leaning away from you and you can't climb a fence leaning towards you. You never do. You can never do it. So what is it that you ultimately want out of life? Not title, not job description. What is it? That's how you draw yourself closer to your purpose. What is it that if you were to do it today will bring you closer to your purpose? Is that opening up a nonprofit organization? I don't know. Is that going into business for yourself? I don't know. The only person that can answer that question is you. No one else can answer that question. I can't tell you what your purpose is. To be honest with you, sometimes I struggle with my own purpose. So if I'm struggling with mine, how am I to give you the answer with yours? And I'm me. No one else can be me. I'm the original of me, and this is a struggle that I have. How can you ask someone else to define you? You are self-defined. Now, my brother, I know I went on my little soapbox there, but what do you think about that? I, I think you are exactly right, and I think – while we're talking about this motivation, I think it's important to actually uh, give some advice. And this, this, this is my own personal experiences with motivation, having my ups and having my downs. And this is something I realized. 2006, I will never, ever forget that year. That is a year that I coined the phrase, six in 06. And the, the the my story that I tell you, I, I was dealing with that story starting at two thousand two into two thousand two. So up to two thousand two, I dealt with all that up until two thousand six when I decided to finally make a decision to make a change in my life. Everything that was going on with me, like Brandon said earlier, it's all a mindset. I said, you know what, if enough is enough, if enough of me sitting around, waddling like, oh, oh, it's me, and there's nothing else I can do, and it was time, 2006, fixing those six, and I decided to fix 
all the things that I felt that was broken in my life. Well, no things are being fixed, dysfunctional relationships. I was still married and had already decided I was going to get divorced. There was certain talents I realized I had that I, uh, I'm musically inclined. I said, you know what? Realize that I have musical talent and use that to, to, to promote God. Also realize I had the ability to teach. I had the ability to motivate people. And what I did was I had a goal. I wanted to be more musically inclined. I wanted to be divorced. I wanted to be in school to finish up my degree. Okay? Now, had I just stopped there and said, that's my goal, then I never would have accomplished my goals because I set them way high. So what I did was I took that big major goal and chopped it up to small short-term goals, which in turn will help me achieve the big goal. And what that does for you is give you motivation. For an example, when I said realize my musical talent that I have, one of my small goals was, you know what, buy a piano, take piano lessons. When I went and I bought me my first piano, and I was so happy, and I felt accomplished. That gave me momentum to keep on going to that major where I recognized my own musical talent. Another goal was make my own personal CD. My goal of, of, of getting back in school, okay, first thing, get your transcripts from all the colleges you went to while you were in the military. That was one of the goals. Oh, I, I could check it off my list. That's, that's momentum into the bigger goal. A lot of times we'll just jump and say, hey, I'm going to be a, 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 a muscle builder. And you go in the gym and you just go and, and I'm, oh, I'm, I'm going to be able to lift, lift 5,000 pounds. And you go and you jump on that bar and you put 5,000 pounds. Of course, I'm overly exaggerating. But you get put 5,000 pounds on that doggone bench. And you can't do it, and guess what? Now your momentum is all gone. You know what? You know what? I don't even want to do that goal. I can't do it. Instead of saying, you know what? Let me set a goal to be able to do one thousand within. Then after that two months, by the time I get to three months, I want to be able to do fifteen hundred. And you give that little goal, and you see yourself pushing that thousand in two months. You're like, yes, I can do this. I can do this. That's your momentum that keeps you going. While it's definitely we promote, you shoot for the moon, the stars, beyond that. But to get that that momentum, map it out. You have to. You have to plan. Your purpose is not going to just accidentally happen. One day you're not going to be just be walking all of a sudden trip up and, oh, I landed in my purpose. It has to be deliberate. It has to be planned. Brandon, we were talking earlier, and, and you gave a quote or, or some kind of thought on, on um, purpose and planning. What, what, was that, what was that thought? Do you remember? Uh, yeah. Um, what I said, well, first, there's two things I said. I said the first thing I said was, if it's to be, it's up to me. So 
So if it's the B, it's up to you. You got to sit to yourself every time. Every time you you lose momentum, every time stuff don't work out in your life, just remember this. If it's the B, it's up to me. You always got to say that. But what I said was a dream without goals is just a dream. That's all it is. A dream without a goal, without goal, only fuels for disaster, failure, and disappointment. I say again, a dream without goal is just a dream. A dream without goal is a fuel for failure, disaster, and disappointment. That's all that is. So you can dream all day, dream about shooting to the stars, shooting to the moon, but if you don't put goals in place, Goals give you short-term goals, give you the momentum, because guess what? Those are things that you can do right now. Those are things that you can accomplish. You say you want to travel to Dubai, but you don't got the money to do it. What's wrong with buying a pass, getting, paying for your passport and getting your paperwork together? That, that's one step. That's a goal that brings you closer to the realization of you actually accomplishing what it is you're trying to go for. That is what creates momentum. Now I got my passport. Now I'm going to take a picture of my passport to show off on Facebook to let people know I got a passport. How many people got a passport? Not many. Look at stats. How many people? People don't even travel to the country. People don't, some people don't even travel out their city or their state. But you created momentum for yourself by setting a goal and coming closer to your actual realization of your overall goal. That's how you create momentum. If it's to be, it's up to me. You got to tell yourself that every day. One of my friends, I was on the phone, I was telling them, I told him, you said, if there's anything you can tell me, what would you tell me? I said, the one thing I would tell you every night and every morning when you get up, you should always ask yourself, and I'm telling people, these are things that will change your life if you do it just for six months. Do it for six months. Do it for six months and see if your life don't change. Every day when you wake up, you tell yourself, what is it that I don't know? Right now, that if I didn't know, would take my business, my professional life to a whole nother level. You ask yourself that in the morning, before you even brush your teeth, before you do eat, that's the first thing you ask yourself. And that's the last thing you ask yourself when you go to sleep. And then you follow up with every, every situation you get in. Every situation, especially bad situations you get into. No matter what, someone said they were going to do something and they didn't do it, You that momentum starts going down. Maybe this is not going to really happen. Maybe this is not going to really work out. I don't know what I'm going to do. But always remember, if it's to be, it's up to me. If it's to be, it's up to me. No one's going to write your book. No one's going to edit it for you. No one is going to do anything. No one's going to support you. You got to realize that if it's to be, it's up to me. I got to I got to be the one that's going to step out on faith and go out there and do what I got to do to get what I want to get. No one's going to want it more than you do. You are the person, and, and, and one of the things I said, don't make excuses for it. I'm doing it for my kids, and I'm doing it for this person. I'm doing it for my grandma. I live with that all my life, and it caused me to lose so much momentum. I'm not doing it for my kids. I'm not doing it for my mother. I'm doing it for me because what you what you got to understand is when you do it for you, you have a great understanding because now you, you have a purpose. You know what your purpose is. You're doing it for you, but you know that once you make it, once you're successful, what is it that your family is going to have as a result of it? Don't do it for your kids. Don't do it. Do it for you. 
When you start putting doing it for other people, the purpose lies in them. Just like if you have a problem with someone else, they got to change in order for the problem to change. But if you take personal responsibility, this is what leaders do. They're never hanging on someone else. They're never hanging on someone else. They're always at fault. And, brother, I know you, 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 may, you may come at me on this, this statement, but I, I, I believe that oftentimes, and, you know, like I said, we respect all religious faith and beliefs, but I think oftentimes our shortcomings, we like to hate on God. Well, this didn't work out because it just wasn't the time. God wasn't ready. No, 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 no. Sometimes it's our own shortcomings. You didn't plan for it. You can't expect God to intervene on your behalf if you haven't made the effort to even move. But then you say that he wasn't ready. No, my brother, my sister, you wasn't ready. That's why you got to work. You can have all the talent in the world. You, you, you're trying to figure out why do I not have momentum right now? Why do I, why do I not have momentum? Why is the thing working out for me right now? I'm so talented. I'm so gifted. I have all these skills and attributes. Why am I not succeeding? Because guess what? There's somebody out there that looks just like you, that looks just like me, that looks just like all there, looks like everyone on this show tonight, that looks just like you. But guess what? They don't have as much talent as you have. They have probably less than half of the talent you have. But they won't. But the thing about it is, they out, they're going to outwork you. That's why they're successful. That's why they're at where they're at, because they're working. When you're sleeping, they're working. When you're just thinking about it, they already thought about it, and they did it. Lil Wayne says in one of his songs, it's more profound, I, I listen to music for what, it, what he's trying to say and what, what the message he's trying to convey to people. He says, I was stumbling up the porch and they were just coming off the steps. Meaning when you're getting ready, when you're just coming off the porch, he's already been off the porch, did what he had to do, he's stumbling back up and you're just now coming off the porch. I'm ahead of my class, I'm ahead of my game, what he's saying when he says that. That's what he's saying. How are you going to create momentum when you sleep too much? We, we talked about this earlier. This, 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 and I look, this is, this, this is a motivational king, this is a ping. When I look at my bank account, when I look at my life, and I see that I'm behind on my dreams, I'm behind on my goals, I'm behind on promises that I made, I'm behind on my bills, I'm behind on all this stuff. But yet, I'm sleeping? Sleep is for rich people. Successful people sleep because they've made it. Why are you sleeping so much? Why are you so tired? Your passion, that's why you got to find your passion and your purpose. I guarantee you, I promise you, when you find it, it'll be hard for you to sleep. I don't care if you got a job during the day. You're going you're gonna to find, you're going to say, well, the only thing I need is four hours. I got this job, but I'm working full-time on my purpose. I'm working full-time on my passion. I'm going to create the momentum. I'm not going to wait for somebody to show up. Oftentimes, we say that. I'm just waiting for the right person to come and turn me on, and I mean my momentum is going to shoot through the roof. What if that person never shows up? You have to be the person that shows up. That's 90% of it. 90% of success is just showing up, showing up for your purpose, showing up for your passion. What is it that you really want out of life, not a title not I want to be a I want to be a doctor I want to be a psychiatrist because it's a, I want to be a lawyer I want to be a this I want to be a that because it's very prestigious. Throw that out the window. You'll be more successful in your purpose 
all day long. The equity that you're going to get from your purpose and building your momentum is always going to come. Momentum is going to come naturally if you follow those guidelines. If, if you always go for what your purpose is, you try to seek it, you try to find it. It's going to be hard, but you're going to you're going to create the momentum by going for that in which you really was designed for versus what you try to manufacture for yourself. You can't manufacture success. You can't manufacture your purpose. It has to be already in you. That purpose, that passion is already in you. You got to explore. You got to realize it. You already know it, but you got to realize it. You may need to change the people that you're around to create the momentum you need in your life. Sometimes there are people that I call them, just like they call dream stealers, they are momentum stealers. There are people that as long as you're around them, you're never going to create momentum. They don't mean you're no good. They're not positive in your life, but you hang around them. They're, they're for entertainment purposes only, but you spend and you devote most of your time to them. There's, 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 a, there's a study that says they call, it's called the, the root. Your, your root is the five people that you hang around most that you were there as friends and close associates, those five people, you're talking about momentum now, those five people that you hang around, you can guess their income to be in comparison to yours within a couple of thousand dollars. Either you're going to make two or $3,000 more than them or two or $3,000 less than them. And if you were to evaluate them on a scale of one to ten, whatever that average is, that's where you're at. And you're asking yourself why you don't have momentum. Like, I, don't, I don't like to read books. I don't like to read. I don't like to know. I don't like to get down. Let me tell you something. There's so much that's written in books, but we never pick them up. We don't have the time. We don't have the money. We go to Burger King. We go to McDonald's. We, we'll buy a, a number one Big Mac. I ain't call nobody's name, Arvell. I know I was on the phone with you when you did it. But you, you order five. number one. You order number one, but you won't buy anything to pour into yourself to get the momentum you need. Let me tell you something. When you go to YouTube, YouTube got all these videos out here. You got Earl Nightingale. You, you got Wayne Dyer. You got all these people. You got your Les Browns. You got your Tony Robbins. You got your Brandon Drapers. You got your Arvell. All these things are online to try to motivate you, take you another level so you can create the momentum in your life, but you refuse. You refuse. I'm too busy. I ain't spending no five, ten dollars that, but you will drop 99 cents on Beyonce CD or her song on iTunes. And you wonder why you don't have momentum. You got to change your mindset. 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 You got to constantly do those things. That's going to create the momentum for you. No one's going to hand it to you. You got to go get it. How bad do you really want it? Do you really want to create momentum? Do you really want to find your purpose and passion in life? Do you really want it that bad? Or you just saying that you better settle for some water or you better settle for some orange juice? Or do you really want? Do you really want what you said you want? You can't. You can fake everyone else, but you can't fake yourself. You just can't do it. I'm telling you, not from someone somebody told me this. I'm telling you from personal experience. You can't fake yourself. You cannot fake yourself. It's impossible. It's impossible to fake yourself. And if you when if you ever get to that point where you actually do it, no one ever know about it because you'd be in a straitjacket and you'd be talking to little fairies in the sky. Because you, you've done some crazy stuff in your head to do that. It's impossible for you to do that. That's the one person you can't lie to. You can't lie about how much money you're making. You can't lie about what you got or don't have. You know. Your subconscious knows and will always tell you. Follow your heart. That's, that, that's my soapbox, brother. 
And that's a mighty fine soapbox, my brother. <laughs> you know what? I do believe that the momentum is set. We we are on top of the hill. When I say we, I'm not just talking about me and Brandon. I'm talking about everybody on this call. I, I'm telling you, this call has motivated me. It, it, it's got me to sit there and think, okay, what do I really want? And what I think that I wanted, do I really want it that bad? And that's the question everybody on this call, everybody that can hear the sound of my voice, needs to ask themselves that. Where I'm at today, is that what I want? And if the answer to that is yes, are you willing to do anything for it. And if not, that's not what you really want. And while this momentum is high and, and we're we're on this hill, we just want everyone to just coast down that hill. But also realize while you're coasting down that hill and you're using that momentum, it's less work. All you have to kick your feet up. Y'all remember when we used to ride the bicycle and get in the hill, you put your feet on the handlebars, you're showing off because you don't have to do anything. You just coast. Once you've done all that struggle and you get to the top of that hill, you can coast. But beware. For every hill you go down, there's going to come another hill you got to go up. And the same lesson that you learned, hey, I got this 10-feet bike. I just learned you just downshift. It's a lot easier. When you get to that next hill, you learn from the, 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 the previous hill you was at what to do, and it should get easier and easier and easier. And before long, you are living your purpose. You are happy. You have no regrets. You have no question of what it is in life that you're supposed to do. No matter what anybody says, don't let anybody define what your purpose is. Like Brandon says, if it's meant to be, it's up to me, not my friends. My, that same guy, that that that, that um, my best friend who, who slept with my ex-wife, I remember him telling me all these good things about me. I was everything that he couldn't be. He was talking about all the attention I got. I don't want no attention. He wanted that. And he's looking at, hey, he's not even doing anything, and that's what I want. You cannot depend on anybody but first God and yourself. I tell my daughter all the time, baby girl, whatever you want to do in life, don't let Anybody, and I do mean anybody, tell you you can't do it. And I always end with to even include myself. Even if I tell you you can't do it, even if I tell you it's hard, even if I tell you, baby girl, that's impossible, you don't even believe me who you trust with your life. And that's what you have to do when it comes to your purpose. My brother, I think we have definitely 
made the point. I I, I think it, it's 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 time to just cult down here. I think we have enough. We're high on that here that coast us on into next week's Wednesday Motivational when we hit that little dip in the heel and we fight back up so we can get some more momentum. What thoughts do you have, final thoughts you have? Well, first of all, I want to, if anybody on the call want to wanna talk out or say anything, please press 1. We want your point of view. We went on. We didn't even go to commercial at all. Um uh, I know Charlotte's happy about that. Um, <laughs> so if anybody um, has anything that they want to add to what we talked about, because we talked about a lot of stuff. And some of the stuff we talked about tonight, you know, it, it's, it's controversial. A, a lot of people, you know, may agree with it, disagree with it. And that's what we're here for. It's not just one side and I'm right. Or my, it's just my perspective on things through all the different things that I've been through and have experienced. The only difference between... Uh, you and I or anyone else on the show tonight is that I've been through a lot. I, and I know everyone else is in the call has been through a lot. But the reason I'm able to talk the rhetoric I do and to, to do the things that I do is not because I'm better than anyone. It's because, number one, I've observed in depth a lot of the decisions I made, um, poor decisions I made, poor decisions, and just being young and stupid. But one of the things I, I, I wrote in my my book, I said that who you were 10 years ago, who you are today has to pay for. And that, my friend, causes a lot of people to lose momentum because they're still paying for stuff that they were 10 years ago, that they were five years ago, that they were three years ago. Stupid, stupid decisions, stupid mistakes that could have been avoided but they made them. We're all human. We all make mistakes. But those, that person you were 10 years ago, that person you were five years, even 20 years ago, the person you are today still has to pay for, even if you're not that same person. So you lost your job 10 years ago. You lost your job five or two, three years ago. And you're still dwelling on those things. And it's not helping you get the momentum that you need to propel your life forward now. So understand that you're going to have to pay, but you have to decide how much you're going to pay. You have to decide who you're going to pay and how you're going to pay. Once you start making those decisions and taking those appropriate actions, you'll watch as momentum starts to build in your life because now you've taken charge of your life. You've taken charge. Let me tell you something. When you take charge, and you're not on autopilot letting this, the world guide you. Sometimes when the world guides you, it's easy. When the world guides you, you got the 745s. You got the 3 series. You got the Escalades. You got this. You got that. You got money in the bank. You got everything going. That's when the world guides you because you're not a threat to anybody. I think in every human being, every human life that's on this earth, one of the main purposes is for you to change humanity. There's a quote that says that you should be ashamed to die before you've made an impact to humanity. So part of your purpose is that you somehow, some form, some shape are supposed to change humanity by changing if it's just one person. You and I had this conversation where we talked about the dynamics of what that means. Some people may perceive it differently than others. doesn't mean that you have to, have to reach a million, million lives. 
What if you reach one person? Just imagine a person that, that reached Martin Luther King. Just imagine a person that reached President Obama. What was it that they said to him to make him feel the way he did, the, to have him create the momentum that he created to be the first African-American president that once was said that was impossible? But he did it. He had momentum. What was it that that person said to them? What mark did they make in humanity? Even if they're dead and gone today, and if you read his book, you know that that person that made the most pivotal part in his life is gone. But look at what they left. Look what they gave humanity through their words, through their actions, through their belief that they were strong enough to change the world as we see it today. That, my friend, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you without a doubt in my mind, that is a part of your purpose is to change humanity for better. To be an example to your, to, to your people, to your race, to your country. You have to figure out what that is. But that is a part of it. But only you can define that. Only you can determine that. No one else can. If it's to be, it's up to me. If it's to be, it's up to me. Remember that every day and every night in your life will forever be transformed. I hope tonight's call touched your heart, touched your mind. Um, I called this show tonight, uh, if you're tuning in now, the Motivational King Moment of Silence. This is uh, one of a legendary show that, that we've had on before and uh, some things that we had talked about. Um, Moment of Silence, uh, this is a very uh, hard month for me. Um, just like, you know, there's people out there that might be listening that, that have those times and points in your life where you're just going through a, a lot. And, and March has been a, always been a tough month for me ever since 2009. Uh, with the loss of my mother um, uh, this tomorrow, uh, well, in a couple of hours, at 12 o'clock to, to tonight, um, that will mark the, the six-year mark that my mom um, has been gone. I have slipped from time to eternity. It's a, it's a hard time. Um, a lot of people say that I'm a mother's boy or you know, and to me, it doesn't bother me at all. I really love my mother and always will. Um, she's one of those people that impacted me. She's one of those people that believed in me oftentimes more than I believed in myself. And uh, when you have those type of people in your life, you know, it ultimately uh, affects you, um, you know, when they have to, to go on uh, to go home. So um, it's a hard time for me. Uh, the motivational thing here uh, here at the Draper Camp, um, but we're going to keep on moving. We're going to keep on trucking, and um, you know everything that we do here, um, direct reflection of um, what my mother has instilled in me. Um, still growing, still maturing, um, and just trying to stay focused, keeping my eye, you know, on the prize, and, and trying to help other people to realize their truth. Um, their purpose, their destiny in life. Um, 
you know, so hopefully, you know, I can be that impact in your life. Like my mother was the impact in my life to just believe in me more than I ever believed in myself, um, just to solve or, or help me solve so many problems that I never saw a solution to in sight. Um, I think that uh, having those type of people in your life really uh, changes your thoughts and your ideas. I mean, it wasn't a problem for me um, that my mom couldn't solve. Um, and I look back at it, you know, I never seen my mother in a in a weak situation. I always seen her as a person of strength. And, uh, you know, I draw for that a lot, um, you know. And, you know, it could be, you know, people mourn for, for you know, months, weeks, for years. Uh, I've never gotten over that. Um, and But I've never allowed it to truly uh, become a setback. And if you read uh, my book, you know, I went um, in depth about that and talked a lot about, you know, my mother and, and how that it impacted my life, uh, losing her, um, really forced me to ask myself some questions, and my life was kind of, you know, turbulent for a while um, after that, because um, I really didn't know who I was or what I really wanted out of life, and for many years after that, I struggled with that, um, and it really took some, some soul searching, and, uh, you know, just, just asking and, and start making different decisions, and getting myself out of comfortable situations that really wouldn't allow me to truly grow. And uh, I mean, even with that being said now, um, it's very hard. Uh, I mean, you know, and I hope people understand that, like, you know, when we're just talking about this purpose and go after it and it's going to be all easy, um, by no means a measure, we think that it's, it's easy. One of the hardest things that you ever do in life, but one of the most liberating um, things you ever do in life. Is, is really be out there operating your purpose and chasing your dreams, you know, it's liberating. Um, but there are times where, you know, you just wanna you wanna settle, you wanna go for the road that's more traveled than the road that's less traveled. The road that's less traveled is harder. And it's always gonna be that way. But it, it's a matter of you having the right mindset and not letting the, the problems I mean I'm I'm a main advocate of saying it's not not in life what happens you, but a matter of how you handle what happens to you, um, you know, there's going to be problems, there's going to be issues, and there's things that you're going to have to go through. Um, you know, you have to deal with death and disappointment, rejection, and all those things. It's just a part of life, and no one knows um, exactly why those things are a part of life, and why do you have to go through them, you know. Someone asked me that question, like, you know, like, why do you go through some of the things you go through? Why is this? Why is that? I mean, no one really knows, but it's a matter of taking the lesson out of all those setbacks and downfalls that you go through and allow it to, once you learn from it, allow it to put you in a different position and take yourself. I see so many people, and, and it's sad to see, and you want people to see it for themselves. And I see so many people with so much potential, um, but they're always too busy. You know, opportunity can come in their lap, and they always find themselves too busy to, to – you know, to pursue it. They're always too busy losing that they can never find time to win. Um, they're never, they're, they're too busy to read a book. They're too busy to, to take a class. They're always too busy. And and that's how their life is going to be. And um, sometimes it's sad to see um, people not really taking advantage of the opportunity that they have before them. It's sad. Um, it really is. Because you, you see the potential in them. You see that they can take life to another level, and they just don't. Um, 
And if you're if you're a person that perpetuates hope to other people, just understand that what you're doing is not in vain. Just keep just keep at it. Um, not everyone's gonna see it the way you see it. Not everyone's gonna see their own potential. It might take months, you know, it may take years for them to see what you already see in them, but they gotta see it for themselves. Um, you know, it's one thing to believe in a person more than they believe in themselves and try to uplift them, but at some point in time there your belief in them, their belief themselves have to either match or even exceed what you see in them for take up for them to, in order for them to take your life to the next level. So that being said, guys, um, you know, keep me keep me in your prayers. Um, you know, um I'm here. Um you know, I, I, I may uh bend but I don't break. Um this thing is gonna keep going on, start thinking forward. That's what it's about. Thinking forward, thinking into the future, um, making things happen, um, and we're not gonna stop. I'm not gonna stop. I, I'm a king, just like you are a king, and you're a queen. To listen to this call, I am a king, not just the motivational king. I am a king. I am a royalty, and you are a royalty yourself. So make sure that you you you're allowing yourself to be treated as royalty. Don't allow people to shake shake you up and tell you anything other than you are what you are. You are royalty. You deserve the best out of life. You deserve the best things that life can offer you no matter what you may be going through, no matter what struggles you have, no matter how foggy it may be right now, that you got to know unequivocally that you have everything that is required within you to take your life to the next level. Just dial in, dig deep, and keep on moving forward, keep thinking forward, and eventually, no matter what, I'm I'm a type of person I believe you reap what you sow, it's impossible for you to consistently work on your dreams every single day for the next five to six years. Nothing changed. It's impossible, but you got to believe that it's impossible and that you got to believe that you're going to keep on working and change your circumstances and change your life forever. This is the Motivational King. You don't believe me? Just watch. I love you, and until next week, I will talk to you then. Keep your head up, keep your hopes up, and let's keep on thinking forward with the Motivational King. Love you. Talk to you later. Bye. When it comes to your next event, the right speaker can have a huge impact on the energy interaction and success of your event and make you a superstar meeting planner. And here's the thing. There's a huge difference between a good speaker and a phenomenal speaker. Meet Brandon Draper, the motivational king for your next meeting, and he's going to ensure your event will start thinking forward. Brandon will set the tone for your event by inspiring your attendees and getting the crowd engaged. And he will make sure that when they get back out in the real world, they are equipped with the playbook, a best-selling book, Becoming Who You Should Be Despite Who You Are, a game plan for success, and a mindset to succeed. Brandon has been a professional speaker ever since his adolescent years, with multiple life-changing events under his belt. And he's a best-selling author, having done events for diverse companies like United Way, Morehouse School of Medicine, Reaching Beyond the Stars, Inc., Duke's Way Academy, Inc., and the Chamber of Commerce, and many more. With Brandon, the audience doesn't just listen, they learn. 
They take action by making different decisions, searching within themselves, and making commitments to take their performance to the next level. Brandon prides himself on connecting with the audience, while other speakers simply communicate a message that a monkey could deliver. Brandon is a strong leader, and thanks to his personalized approach, the content he presents will be much memorable, and you'll get a huge return on investment whether he's your opening speaker or closing speaker, or does both. Brandon will be the motivation your event needs and maximize the retention and profitability on your investment. Watch Brandon's demo to see him in action. Give him a call at 1-866-678-3391 to discuss your event or click the contact button at startthinkingforwardinc.com.